listeners, and as always, I am joined in this very bizarre world episode by my good friend and fellow geek, Xavier Desire Dax. How's it going? Ah, so far so good. Hey, what's good, everybody? How y'all doing? What a week to talk about AEW Dynamite. Yeah, I feel a you know filler episode. This is not. <laughs> what's crazy is okay like wwe's been on a streak they've like they've been hot they've been the talk of the town whether it be for good reasons or bad reasons right you know regardless they've been the talk of the town but for the past six days you cannot go a minute without hearing something about the rock roman reigns or cody dax they know if, how later to today, man. if later today they announce that roman reigns is going to defend against both of them and one night one one night two or something along those lines honestly what wwe has done is probably the smartest thing that they could have ever done. I, you know, it's so funny. I had a, I'm going to say a conversation with yep. somebody the first, the day after that episode of SmackDown came by. Yep. And when we started seeing reports where people were like uberly upset because, you know, the Cody situation and all this stuff and the story and whatnot. And I was like, okay, y'all do remember this is a two day event, right? Like, why is it so far off that they can have Roman Reigns do twice? And I get, I am a, it's been a while since I've been hiatus of the WWE quote unquote universe that I didn't know the, the tribalism of the, uh, of Roman Reigns fans. And they got them plugged. They got the, they, they imprinted it in their heads so deeply. The idea that Roman Reigns is, is in pot, cannot do two days in a row. Because he's barely on there, that it was it was it was startling of the amount of people that believes this. Yeah, and I, I, to, I, I you know, you know, my reply to this person was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm I, I've been on hiatus from WWE for so long, I forgot about WWE logic, and just left it at that." That's exactly to, it, my friend. To me, it was just like he can do one day. Cody can do the other, and Rock does not even have to go for the title. It could easily just be. He's going for the table. That's literally it, right? Like, that is the beauty. Like, it at the end of the day, that match, at no point, it can still main event. Yeah. WrestleMania, night two, and not be for the title. Cody can finish his story night one, but we'll see that in a few hours. Um, it's just crazy how this press conference is getting so much attention, so much hype. Dude, say what you want, whether you like it or you don't like it. It right. is getting the attention that TKO wants. As as Whether uh, that attention as Rick is Flair removing was attention from other people. Exactly. <laughs> that is what great promotion marketing does. Plain and simple. I just wish people would see it as this. Yeah. <laughs> like, for instance, yeah. we talked about this before. Um, this is great marketing. This is great marketing because, you know, NXT is also going to be playing in Philly. Yep. I haven't been to an NXT TakeOver event or whatever you want to call it now since it was called TakeOver when it was actually great. But at the time, there were so many established people in NXT. I can't, I can't take the idea of this being a developmental. And we talked about this before. People are saying, you know, giving you know people the the nod of, and I'll get, I'll, I'll make a, uh, I'll make another point for an excuse involving w, uh, AEW Five Forever as well uh, when we get deeper into our rambling, but. I can't take the idea that this is developmental. Developmental does not cost three to five hundred dollars for front row seats. I'm not paying 
three to five hundred dollars for developmental talent at a major event. Mm-hmm. If you don't see that as a problem, you are their target audience. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. That that is the result of great marketing and promotion. But that's the thing, right? At the end of the day, like they got they got some people by the balls, right? As they said, <laughs> Godfather Three. Right when you think you're out, they pull you back. Bring in. you back in. Well, I'm going to stay until SummerSlam and see how this goes. I'm telling you. <laughs> right? We'll see. We'll see exactly. We'll see where this goes. Um, man, like I say, it's crazy that a how, like AEW and the spectrum of news, the news cycle. How like even on the regular show, like our show, SNME, the flagship. Yeah. Right, like we're not talking about AEW as much because there's just so much else to talk about. As I'm planning this weekend show, yeah, right, Stardom, the whole shakeup at Stardom that really reminds people of All Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah, you know, when Noah started, uh, we'll talk about that. TNA, Scott Demore being fired out. What is of going left on field. in 2024? From our point of view, out of left field, um, I'll be talking to Bob Kapoor from Slam about that, right? Mm-hmm. Man, it's like it's it, there's just so much, and AEW is kind of just going through. And the, you know what? Honestly, considering all the negative attention AEW was getting, all the negative attention that Tony Khan was getting because of social media, them being unflying under the radar might be the greatest thing for AEW because they can focus on themselves, right? And they can fly under the radar, and they can do some good matches and whatever it is that they need to do. And you know, case in point, last night in Arizona, they had at least five thousand people in that arena. The biggest they had in a while. That's what she said. <laughs> and enjoyed it too. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I will say this: um, morale. Do you think morale has changed within the course of the last? Because you remember when all this started before the Vince and the TKO announcement started, and the Rock situation started. They were so there was said to be some some you know downtime and some morale issues. And then the McMahon thing came in, and then all these other situations came in, and this week we get a we get a different energy from this show. An energy we haven't seen in quite some time. I don't know. Do you think that any of this, any of the news or whatever is going on had to play into that? I think so. I don't know. It's it's weird, right? Like it's hard to say. I, what I think AEW, we're talking about AEW specifically, right? Yeah. It, I think with AEW, like it's like we talked about last week or then the week before, some of these promos that like the Moxleys have been having cutting, they've been very much like, um, like very much on the whole raw raw side. Yeah. It, it really feels like it was like, you know, it was wink wink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, it's just like this week, something lit a fire under them because this week, boy, and I hope they continue the momentum of this week from on, especially as we go down. I need them to be like Ring of Honor level during WrestleMania weekend <laughs> and such. Because, I mean, what I saw last night was just amazing. We'll talk about that indefinite, man. But before we even get down to that, I got to just, I want to see your facial reaction when I show this. Oh shoot! Hold on, it is uh, <laughs> my uh, computer's acting up. Oh, so... you, you you messing up big time! <laughs> oh, hold on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Did I oh, not yeah. tell you I had this? <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, what I have shown him is a old classic relic known as the Dreamcast UMD. <laughs> Those things the... are beautiful. And you know what's even funnier? 
I think this have reason to. I have reason to believe that this is actually going to work. If I can replace the battery, probably. And I'm I'm contemplating on going to a CVS and getting a battery and checking it out and see what uh see if it still plays. You should. I am. Yeah, I really am. I, I the next time I head down to uh to uh needed something from CVS, I'm gonna go grab one, and I want to see because I forgot what what even game is on it. I don't know if it's the KO. <laughs> you know, Tamagotchi minigame or whatever like that. But, it, you know, those were the best memory cards in gaming history. <laughs> oh, 100%. I should have more than just one, but I, I don't even know where the hell my Dreamcast is at right now or whatever. But I know I just made sure I had that. <laughs> that's best. Honestly, that's the most important piece of a puzzle, right? Really is. There. Really is. Like, they, they, this is the most innovative thing I've ever seen in terms of, like, a game controller. It's just so awesome. Yeah. Hundred percent, hundred percent, man. Beautiful. Well, stuff at least up there. until the Dual Sense controller, at best, but still. <laughs> Look, it, it, that controller showed us that a controller can be more than just a controller. Yeah, and they they tried to be as innovative as Nintendo, and I, that's exactly what I believe they were gearing for. And they, to me, I, I just I just do not understand why they gave up so easily on the Dreamcast. I just thought it was such a Everybody, this is video games version of the McRib. <laughs> Which in Canada is back out. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know, it, it just, it amazes me just like so many great things came out of that system. It is dearly missed still to this day. Like I need, the, I need Sega to come out with a Dreamcast Mini. Do you know how many yeah. th- people will go out of their way to find, to get that? Dude, I would, I would, I would do a lot of nasty stuff to nasty people <laughs> for mini, I'll tell you that much. And just have like a list of all the fighting games. Oh. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. SNK versus Capcom 1 and 2 and oh. Just that alone. Just that just give alone. Me that alone. Have you ever played SNK versus uh or Capcom versus SNK uh Chaos? Yes, I did. I actually I have a Raspberry device. And I've played it once, and I was, like, blown away. I'm like, why did this never make it to see? This never seen the light of day to U.S. Right? Ever. I, I, just, I, I was like, this game is beautiful. Never. I played yeah. that in, in the other game I have that nobody's ever probably ever played. Three games that people have never played. This is the North Star, the fighting game. Yep. It does exist. <laughs> and I have it. Um, and then there was a Dragon Ball arcade fighter. That never made it to America either. That it was just like it's just utterly amazing. But I need these games to come back in some form or fashion. <laughs> I know, I know. Trust me, I know. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of games that like never saw North America. But like well, you've talked about this before, right? And it's and, and and it's the fact that there is no silo anymore, right? You right. can get the games here. It's not like we're never going to know that these things exist. Didn't exist, right? You know, we're never. I don't think we're gonna. A company will ever be able to pull off what they did with Mario Two and the lost, no. the lost levels or the lost world, whatever they called it. The game I've refused to play. Yes, <laughs> again, the lost levels. <laughs> That's what they called it. The lost levels. I, look, it's one of those games. I'm like, I value my mental health, <laughs> well being. What the lost levels? Yes. Why is it so hard? Like, it no is- wonder. I understand why it wasn't released here because it's so look, hard. Look, I'm sorry, oh people. My God. I have a social life and a sex life along with that social life. There's no freaking way I am going to sit down and 
I'm a, it is a, but I played over 400 some games last year and it's going to keep going this year. I am no way in shape or form going to No. That's why in, you see in the platform there's anime, comics, movies, and games, and it should be sex life and social life on the side of that too. But <laughs> other than that, it's like I I can't not with that game. Yep. I, I don't want to ever play a game that makes me want to throw a controller to the TV. Elders, uh, Bloodborne nope. in those games? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. No, no, Neo, no, and I do own those games, mind you. And no Dark Souls, no Dark Wu Souls? Long, none of that. And the, and the Lost Dynasty? No. This man loves his sanity. Uh, we, loves we're, his not, sanity. we're not in a state of society that we could tolerate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you even bring up the sex life stuff because I'm just thinking, for those of you who haven't seen this clip, and I'm sure that you're going to see this clip <laughs> a million times between now and the time that you hear this, but if you haven't, watch the Pat McAfee show from today, Thursday, February the 8th, it is gold with the rock the rock it was it was hollywood rock again he yeah. cut a promo on cody but not even cody on cody's fans deservingly so yes deservingly so and, and he didn't really like throw too much shade on cody no it was much, more on the fans it was more on the fans and deserve well, you going after your, his daughter and people if god forbid if you one of those people who are listening to this show and is one of those people that are uberly too, like extreme in, in your fandom for wrestling. I'm here to tell you now: do not take this shit seriously. You don't take it to a point where you're going to go into somebody else's account and put in death threats. When is wrestling ever that deep? We're in this day, in this day and age. Not in the kayfabe era where we didn't, re- we were still wondering whether things was fake and real. Well, we blatantly know that this stuff is staged. Well, we yep. blatantly know it's just a form of entertainment. Yep. Where, where do you, what part should you just stand and look in the mirror and reassess your life for going out of your way? And it doesn't even matter if it's this sport or whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be Brother. wrestling. It has to be anything. People are getting death threats no matter what. Enough. I don't need to do it because of wrestling. Right. Exactly. Look, it's not worth it. Get reassess your life. Fine. Like this is why I, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of um, people who use the term introvert as a badge of honor because they often do this as this like. Being lonely and isolated is a good thing. And guess what, folks? I got I got a therapist who would tell you like the way that you're you're defining the term introvert is probably going to be the mis- misconception of them all. Just look at yourself and th- just think about it. It's like why are you t- putting your energy? First of all, why are you putting your energy in a trolling online anyway? It's really an unhealthy thing to do. But then when you go to death threats, it's just ridiculous. And damn sure Ava did not deserve that at all. She has nothing yeah. to do with that. It it changes nothing. When has it ever changed people's decision on doing something? There are ways to go about things, and that's not it. And right, Rock had a right to, to troll you guys and make you guys look stupid. But in doing so, he was in total Rock fashion. And I thought it was when you, when Boris, when you showed me that I was on the floor, I'm like, this is this is this is the Rock 
in yep. rare form. Right yeah. Here. What's funny is, okay, you, you you can tell that I'm listening to you, but I'm also texting at the same time. Yeah. Paul Yorkie, literally, as we started talking about this very subject, sent mm-hmm. me a text, and this is what it said. Did you see the clip of Rock on Pat McAfee's show? Like, <laughs> as we started talking about this. So, Good. yeah, there you go. This is what I mean. WWE, TKO, marketing geniuses yeah absolutely good or bad and this is going to be good at you know what's so funny and that's the other thing too about wrestlemania that this i do know no matter how many times people get pissed off and if you go back if you guys ever like to do something called look at back at history you will see how many times they have done something to piss fans off and by the time wrestlemania comes it's like it never happened mm-hmm. and they still go on and then and at times they do have happy endings Yep. To that respect. I mean, like, chill, people. <laughs> it's not that deep. I love wrestling like you like you do. Not to that point. All right. So, save. Um, 20% off. Lego Icons Transformers Optimus Prime. It's oh, wait, how much? 20%. It's being I'm sold I'm usually for not one- a big fan of 20%. You know why? Because I worked in retail. <laughs> for years for like over seven years and that was like a that was like a, an employee discount that we would get so it didn't make you feel any special when like like the customers get the same thing i'm like what what are we getting out of this doesn't make sense yeah it's a, it takes a bite but not a chunk 143 for the optimus <laughs> prime lego i bring this up so matthew smith now you can go ahead and finally buy it ah or you um, don't have any excuse. You better get it now. Exactly. Um, kind of like how I you get taxes off. <laughs> I kept pretty much and a little bit. I yeah. I keep I keep holding off on buying the bat mo- uh, the Batwing, like the nineteen eighty nine. Oh, that Batwing. one is a good one. I want that one. That one is a good one. But it's still available. Normal price. Normal price ish. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I think I I've officially retired from Lego collecting. Like I got the Nintendo set, which was a peaceful beauty to put together a little bit of a challenge putting a tv set together but it was really awesome at the end of the day and it does still it does work and everything um the voltron was my favorite to put together and uh i I, that each each one was like at least three to five hours each to put together man things are incredible very articulate yeah we've come a long way what else is going on in the world? Um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure cosplay. Blah, blah, blah. Man, jo- that's a series. Uh, man, there needs to be a new JoJo series. What? I, my thing is after which the last one? Uh, Golden? Uh, no. The, with his uh, his uh, daughter Jolene. That's the one. I. That's one of my favorite ones. Jolene? That was the last one that they did. Jo-star? No, no. The last one that they did was with the horse. With the uh, oh yeah. With Dio's um. I, what is it? His son or whatever? Because yeah. the dude can't walk or whatever like that. I, I remember him from the game, <laughs> but I never seen the I never seen the series. Another excellent Dreamcast game, the JoJo's. Oh, uh, the original Fighter. Capcom version. Yeah, oh, God, that was awesome. That was. There were two versions of that too. Like, um, there was the Dreamcast version, but PlayStation I think had a better version because you were able to do you had more features in that one. And I think a lot of times when the Dreamcast had like the, like the actual arcade you know, perfect port that they were able to get. PlayStation would compensate for their versions and add on some extra features. And Capcom was always known for doing that. Yeah. Um, like I'll give you an example. Um, what is that? What is, what is the sequel to um, 
to uh, rival schools on on a Dreamcast. It was Justice something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sequel to uh, to rival schools on the Dreamcast, um, and it's on the tip of my tongue too. They had a version of it on the PlayStation, which they couldn't compensate for the graphics and the processing power. In its place was a bunch of extra features. Um, you were able to, they had creative, uh, they had a creative suite on there. They also had a dating sim, you know, you know, simulation on there too. They had a lot of really cool, you know, mini games and all the stuff in there to compensate for the lack of, um, deal in there. So I almost often liked the PlayStation versions of those games. Uh, again, that one didn't see the light of day either in America. Like yep. I totally have that. I think I have that for the PSP. Uh, or the PS Vita, mind you, and um, either of those beautiful systems. Yeah, either, yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, it was some really like between the two, they were they were some really good imports out there, man. I don't even want to talk about the wrestling imports. Jeez. Right. But speaking of wrestling, speaking we got to talk about this. What are we going to talk about? What <laughs> did Fight Forever do now? Well, one. <laughs> the good news is, Swerve is coming. Nice. They finally announced Swerve. He's coming. But you know what's the bad part? Mm. The skepticism. They never announced. Well, he's coming February 14th. Okay. What they didn't announce is whether. Is it's this not? another standalone DLC? Oh. Is this going to be like the, the Storm is Coming DLC, which was $11.99 for just one character? And people argued about this. And I'm like, no, I'm doing the math, and I'm sorry, folks. And people, people, there were people who agree, quite a few people who agreed with me, and then there are other people who were just butthurt about what I said and wanted to rival that. And I'm like, prove me wrong. I'm not the biggest fan of 2K games, but I will give real credit where credit is due. In comparison, when you compare and contrast the two games, I'm sorry, especially this recent one is about to come. Oh, they are about to blow them Dude. up. Having Fight Forever may have been the best thing for 2K because this game is looking amazing. Like we were, you and I were talking about it when you sent me the um, the the up up down thing of the ambulance yeah. match. Yeah, the president. Yeah, it looks so smooth. Yeah, the the animation looks so smooth. The mm-hmm. ray tracing on the game is beautiful. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. It really, really is. Um, Jesus, I will tell you this. Somebody, somebody, well, we talked, we just talked about how people were making excuses for certain things. One of the excuses that I've heard multiple times is people saying that, yeah, it's AEW's first game. Yes, it is their first game. However, we can't get out of the fact, we can't move away from the fact that they, their game is developed by Ukes. Who've been doing this for a very long time, and they just stopped working with WWE 2K, uh, and they just stopped working with 2K games. They have years of experience, and they would have known better not to go this route. They also have THQ Nordic, who also has been in this game for a long time. They also had the director who created the Aki Engine. Mm-hmm. You got veterans who created legendary series from No Mercy to Virtual Pro Wrestling to Know Your Role. Know Your Role, man. And then on top of that, the cherry on top is that you're supposed to have had a guy in Kenny Omega 
who is an avid gamer of all of these games who should have known that this monetization strategy shouldn't isn't going to work. So whose idea was it to do this? And by that same, by that stretch, you're comparing it to a game that's coming out in about a couple of weeks, maybe a few weeks, maybe that is providing over 200 plus wrestlers that their roster is 200 plus mm-hmm. that's including superstar recent superstars and legends. You got a the base game that's going to provide multiple, multiple features and match types on the day one without even getting a bundle, without even getting the, the season pass. Imagine if there's a secret somewhere that 2K hasn't announced yet, there is going to be a battle royale mode. It's possible. They already announced. I'm not taking it away from them. I honestly think right. that they'll do it. Right. They already announced. When you say you mean 2K or AEW? 2K. Okay, they already announced a casket match, the return of the casket match, um, the ambulance mode, which we we saw. We didn't see the casket match, but we saw the uh, ambulance mode, and we saw the backstage brawl from up, mm-hmm. up, down, down. Mm-hmm. They all look like they, and it's not even like we could say we could. I, and I told this person, I, I told whoever it was that I was speaking. To, I was like, yeah, I I also said last year the same old shit comments all the time. I've said that. Because it was true at the time. But when you compare it to what we saw with AEW Fight Forever, which in its core is a very fun game, but very basic in its approach. And you're paying virtually the same thing up until recent because now they they lowered the price to $30. I don't know if you noticed that. I did, actually. Yeah. Which is like too I had little, a $25 late. gift certificate and I was just looking at prices and I was like, oh, this is only. Oh, and I'm like, oh, it's Fight Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, come on, man. Y'all need to think. Y'all need to think as consumers before. And and it's not everybody because there were people who agreed with me on it. But it's like, for the most part, like, come on, man, smarten up. Don't. I, I am an AEW fan too, but I'm also a person who will give credit where credit is due. And right now, it looks like I, the only credit I would get AEW Fight Forever is that they lit a fire under um, 2K Games' ass. And because of that, we're getting a better game than we the got before. The same way that AEW lit a fire under WWE's ass. Right? Exactly. Like, and now we're getting a better product from there. Now, I will say this, though. And I've said this before many times. If we take away if we take away the, 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 the high-value production of them and AEW and even TNA, let's throw them in. Let's throw TNA in. You take the high-quality production, who's coming out on top as just a you know, start to finish great, you know, show. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it comes down. A lot of people do get into the glitz and glamour and the AR, you know, augmented reality and all that stuff of WWE. But like, when you take that away, you put everybody in the Murphy Rec Center. (laughs) Who's going to come up with a better show? Mm -hmm. You know, just saying, you got to think about these perspectives sometimes. I know, I know, know. trust me, I know. (laughs) There was something I wanted to bring up and I completely forgot what it was going to be. Damn, I hate when that happens. Well, game. that's our oh, show, yeah. people. So, thank you. <laughs> I, I know we're gonna. So, I know we. You never actually answered me when I said we're reviewing this game, right? Oh my God! What, do you need a crystal ball to predict the obvious? Did I not say? No, 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 no. The reason why I bring this up is yeah. because you know where this is going to be a simulcast, where not only yeah. will you be able to get it on your feed, but you'll be able to get it on our feed as well. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be great. I'm really looking forward to it, and I'm still debating which version I'm gonna get. 
I think just because of timing, I might have to go with the version that you got, like the super deluxe, you know, get it all, give you a handy overnight, two days early. <laughs> you better for that price. <laughs> my, here's my question to you. Yes, we're going to do that. We're going to do Upsimo and all that stuff. My thing, my, the question is, because they, you know, the recent news is that like Brock is out. They yep. took him off the graphic. They're planning to take him out of the game. I don't know. To, I don't understand why that feels. They feel like that's a hard thing to do. Um, but do you think Vince is going to be out? Yeah, he dude. He's already out of the corporate website. I mean, the corporate website is easy to one. I'm, a, you know, you could easily delete them from taking him out of a game, and especially during, especially with the time frame being literally like a month from today. No, nah, I know. I, I, I think I think they'll they'll find a sprint to take them out i think it's not i don't think it's hard either i agree um even though it is a month from today like i i the thing is, is that i think shit, he's so when you talk about the 40 years of wrestlemania he was involved in what how much of that like mostly the attitude era stuff right from 95 to maybe 2001 yeah i mean it's yeah. not too i mean 40 years it's like five of the 40 years it's, you it's, can take them out Let's give him a quarter. Let's give him twenty five percent. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I think it's Let's possible. Let's give him but ten. Let's give him yeah. ten. You mean like leave ten? No, no. Like give him ten years out of the forty that he was involved in. Yeah, like yeah, heavily. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you're talking from ninety five to recent. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot. Because they got their showcase mode. That's what and I, I mean. think. That's where the dilemma. That's where the dilemma is. That at, is, is the I showcase. think so. Who are they going to add? Like they can't add anyone per se. And also the rock, the 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 McMahon Austin, you know, rivalry was like pretty much the biggest thing. Yeah, you know what? I never even thought of that. To be honest, I mean they could they could put WrestleMania 15 on there because it's the it's, that was I'm be, I'm not just being biased because that was the Philly uh, one and that was the first Rock and Austin um, matchup. They could just put that match on there. And don't have to involve him in there. Because he was just involved with the aftermath of that and the whole thing. But, yeah, a lot of that is going to play very interesting. I mean, like, you're talking video clips. You're talking, Sound. you know. Movies. Even well, matches. not even that, just like. Even matches. What, what happens in showcase mode, for those who don't know, is that the showcase mode is like it's. You do exactly what the direct what the uh, instructions tell you to do to you know further traverse into the to the to the progress of the uh, of the game. So, I figured they're going to have to take that part out and try to condense it down a bit. And that's going to be hard because they have such a short amount of time. And I think it may it may actually it, it I mean people don't be surprised if this if he does end up in there, but in due time they may have to take him out. I will just say if he's in there. Just people remind 2K games that he's in it regardless because, like, you don't want them to just pass it over. And they have a tendency to just sweep things under the rug. Don't let them sit this one out. I agree. I <laughs> this agree is the part fan. where I say, like, I'm I, I'm not a fan of 2K games. Yeah, well, 2K, right? Yeah, it's not just 2K. It's a lot of... I mean, it isn't, but, I mean... They you I feel like they they um inherited the philosophy of WWE in a lot of ways in terms of certain things that they do and didn't just ignore it <laughs> to the displeasure of the consumer base and yep. they just keep going it because they just know that people are gonna still buy it. Yep. 
Don't let them get this one. <laughs> Just say All right. Let us talk about some AEW Dynamite because it was an episode. Um, and uh, yeah, let, let's just talk about AEW, man. So, this is not a filler episode, folks. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. We'll see how I feel by the end of the of, of talking with this through you, um, <laughs> with you. Now, interesting note my brother's in town. My brother and I watched this show together ish, mm-hmm. kind of. He was working, and then he watched a little bit, and then he fell asleep. Uh, nothing mm-hmm. to do with the show, I think. Right. Um, I think it did a little bit. But he <laughs> brought up some points, and it's something that we've always said about wrestling fans and AEW. And it, I like hearing this about someone who watches wrestling a little more on the casual side yeah, um, as an entertainment form. Um, and he said, you know, the issue, I, anytime I watch AEW, the only people I pay attention to are the people who I know. Who mm-hmm. so happened to be former TNA or WWE people, right? That was me with WWE recently. <clears throat> and some of the points that he brought up was they don't tell me who these people are. Mm. It's random matches. That is a big problem. And then he says, like, I don't care that they're facing these CMLL superstars. They can be CMLL, yep. uh, you know, curtain jerkers. And yep. I wouldn't care. That's that is something I will again give credit to WWE for because since I started watching WWE again, I've seen video packages of people I've never heard of before, and I've seen them flash names of people that I didn't know either. So they do a better job, definitely, in introducing new ca- like they're aware of the casual fan income compared uh, compared to uh, AEW. I do I do agree with that. AEW but, suffers from that. Like Brian R. Solomon said, that's just their business model at this point. Yeah. Right, like he's catering to like they're catering to the hardcore. You don't need to cater to the hardcore Not as much. Time. By no. the way, love the hat, love the sweater. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Especially I think it's appropriate the, for this day. Exactly. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some AEW. This is episode number two hundred and twenty-seven from Phoenix, Arizona, at the Footprint Center. We get things started right off. Swerve Strickland with Prince Nana versus Hangman Page for a shot at the AEW World Championship at AEW Revolution. Dax, let's just, you know, the result, 30-minute time limit result. I kind of saw this coming. Right. This was booked well in the sense, okay, remember, Swerve Strickland has two wins over Hangman. Mm -hmm. If Hangman wins, you just sweep any momentum that Swerve had. Mm-hmm. If Swerve wins, you destroy Hangman because this is now a third loss. Right. This was the only logical solution. Yeah. But in this match, my friend, they did something that has only been pulled off so many times in recent memory. Mm-hmm. One of them being WrestleMania 13. <laughs> what was that, my friend? It is achievement unlocked. It is the double turn. <laughs> you should have seen that in the screen. It's <laughs> total Xbox moment. Because <laughs> they did it perfectly. It was beautifully done. And you know what's funny? I think people got caught on to the draw when they announced that it was like 25 minutes. And I don't know if they said it to the crowd, but they said it to the people. They they okay. Did. But to the credit, it was earlier in the match because I totally forgot that they mentioned that. And it was so drawn into everything that was going on. By the time they hit that and he hit the three and the bell rung, boy, was I I was like the people in the crowd. And I, I think I woke my wife up at the time. I was like, <laughs> the, my, I had, a t- I had the, 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 like, the look on my face, like, <laughs> yeah. which told me I was totally, I was totally drawn in. <laughs> you were, you, you, dude, 
the way that you were you, I know how excited you're by how you text me. <laughs> and I knew that you loved every second of this. Oh like my after a big God. spot, he'd be like, Holy fucking shit, his head. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing too, is just like I never saw the other two matches prior to this. So this is my first time really, really seeing these two get at it. Like and I, they have I, chemistry. Yes. They 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 are great ballet partners together. They've done right. Oh, this could my, be your Batman Joker for AEW. Absolutely, absolutely. But the way that the turn just just flew it, like it just it's it assimilated so greatly. Switching these two together, and you started seeing it after you know for weeks this was happening. But this was the execution, and it it made it so well. You you heard the crowd. You know, get in the crowd. To the crowd. Okay. Do you know what this episode reminded us? That having a crowd makes everything so much more exciting. No matter how great a match is, the crowd there makes it better. And this crowd of 5,000 people just helped this make this match even more than it even was. It was awesome. And then also shout out to Nana too, because that's when you started noting, noticing like there's a change in this. There's a shift <laughs> in the dynamics here because it was it, it started flowing a lot like Swerve was the was the uh, face and like it. Um, and Hangman was the hill here. And it just it, oh, man, I, I loved it. Every the bit closer that we got to 30. I love the fact that Hangman did everything in his power to stay away from Swerve. He wanted to get the draw he was looking yeah. for the draw yeah and swerve did everything in his power to keep chasing page he did the, the and i like how he was doing like harder moves um jumping like more die more risky dives um how many times did he go for the house call right yeah. like also count outs mind you too he also yes. did count outs they yes. made count outs matter <laughs> yes loved it yep this in my opinion was one of the best matches of dynamite's history I would agree. I would absolutely agree. Now, I didn't see NXT yesterday, and I need to go see that, but I don't know. At this point, I I, I have to say this may be my favorite match of the week. Yeah. I don't know. Cody Nakamura was okay. It was okay. This, this was so much. Like, this was this had it all. Now, was here's the thing, and this is what I love about wrestling. Was this match clean in terms of, you know, smooth, in terms of work? No, they got a little messy at times. Yeah. But the story drew me in. And it kept and consistency kept with it. It was there was consistency with it, regardless of the the slip ups or whatever or the hiccups or whatever like that. And I honestly, I don't mind hiccups. I came from ECW arena where even though some of the matches weren't all perfect and they shouldn't be. I just I will always argue that a match should not be choreographic perfect. It should not. This is supposed to be a it's sport. A in real fights and real combat sports, people slip. Yeah, your techniques fall. are always going to be like perfect, like movie quality. It should not be. It should portray a sports like type of deal. So a slip up shouldn't be a big deal, especially because we couldn't do any better. <laughs> to be honest. So I, I was okay with that, but the it from start to finish, it was dope. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm all for it. I'm all, like match of the week for me. Yeah, no, sorry, I was I was I was finishing a yawn, and I thought you you were still talking. No, um, <laughs> Swerve goes for the JML driver. Page avoids it. He, he um, kind of gets uh, Swerve's bad ankle. Page brought Swerve to the apron in front of the table on the floor. Swerve caught him with a kick, 
shoved him to the ring post, performs a dead eye from the apron, and put Paige through the table to the floor. That was we got oof, man, yeah, that man, that that, that holy shit chance. <laughs> Swerve brought Paige back into the ring. Uh, went up top for a double stomp. Page avoided. Swerve sold his ankle yet again. Page went to the apron. Went for a buckshot lariat. Swerve ducked it. Countered it into a JML driver. Swerve covered Page. He had him pinned. He had him beat. But my friend, it was a draw. Ding ding. Now here, here's something I want to point out too. I love both buckshot lariats, and there was some significance to the buckshot lariats. The one that Swerve put on him, it was devastating. But not as devastating as um, as uh, when Hangman did it. When Hangman did it, he tw- he twisted and turned to acknowledge that like he's the master of that move. I love the psychology of that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After the match, Swerve demands five more minutes, and you think we were going to get it, but Paige <laughs> says nah. He says he didn't need to beat him anymore. Paige then says it's over for Swerve, and he's not going to be the world champion. And I love this because it's basically he doesn't even care about the belt himself. He, he just wants, to, su- he wants to suffer. He just wants Swerve to suffer and not reach his goal. Tony mm-hmm. Schiavone announces that at AEW Revolution, Samoa Joe will defend the title against Hangman Adam Page, Swerve Strickland, in a three-way match. Pissing off both Hangman and Samoa Joe, <laughs> mind you. Who was at Sam- ringside commentating. Because <laughs> Samoa Joe is backstage And he says yeah. it's the end of mediocrity Joe says the powers that be Don't want him to be the champion But it's not their choice He says he will leave AEW Revolution With the gold around his waist Which I love about this Because now we're in this Mindset of Is he actually going to come out of this champion Is it a possibility That one of these two may win And it's not one of those things that makes it obvious Right now, we're not looking at the state of obvious, you know, booking right now because, you know, AEW to the credit doesn't do obvious all the time. And when they do, it's like it's it's for done for good reasons. This is one of those situations where I feel like I feel excited because I don't know how this is going to end. And I wouldn't be I wouldn't I'm not going to be I'm not going to be mad no matter who wins. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I, hey, you know what? At least we knew that. I, I, I'm glad that they're going with the three-way. I think you have a very interesting story and dynamic with the three guys in yeah. this match, so that will be good. All right, let us move on to the AEW Women's World Title Eliminator, Timeless Tony Storm, uh, with Lutha and Maria May versus Red Velvet um, Eliminator. So this means that if Red Velvet wins, she gets a title shot. Let me take a look at the women's rankings. Deanna Perrazzo, Thunder Rosa, Hikaru Shida, Sky Blue, Maria May. I don't see red velvet anywhere here, my friend. No, the unranked red velvet. So this as, is what as people gets are saying. to me. About, like, yeah. Already. A weekend. You're already breaking rankings. Yeah. And people just claiming shots. Why are, Why is there such... The Eliminator concept should be taken out immediately. If anything, if anything to eliminate is the person who's ranked five. Mm-hmm. To move up to four. To, to move up to five, then take that person out. Why isn't that happening? Why is this so hard? I feel like rankings should not be this hard. That right? It shouldn't be. But it it can it constantly is. And God, even in 2K, they got a ranking on system in there, and it's so confusing. Why yeah. is this such a hard thing to do? Like one person moves up a step or moves down a step. Why? I don't get it, man. All right. So 
okay match. Velvet gets some, some stuff in. She hits a bulldog. She charges. Storm moves. Velvet hits her face on turnbuckle. She sits down comfortably in front of the turnbuckle. Storm with a hip attack. Locks in an ankle lock. And I love this ending because not only does she hold the ankle lock, but she mm-hmm. puts her foot on her neck, forcing <laughs> her red velvet to tap out your winner, Timeless Stony Storm. Storm refuses to release the hold. Perazzo jumps in the ring, who was on commentary. Um, she does a face-to-face with Storm. Things are getting nasty, but Lutha separates them, and Storm leaves with Perazzo eyeing her down. I will, I will, I will say this for that match and the post-match uh, stuff. Um, Red Velvet is so. I, I, I got to give her credit. I personally think that she's gotten so much better. Even with this recent injury and everything, and I felt that she did a great job um, in this match. With her hits, felt like especially the ones that she did in the corner to uh, Tony Storm. I was like, wow, she is really laying it in. She is not holding back on this, and I was like, I was impressed with that. Um, I thought the match was was pretty solid yeah. for the most part. Um, I, I came out it here was like its purpose, yeah. Outside so, of the illogical, like here is the thing: that match just could have been a random match, yeah. It didn't need to be an eliminator. It didn't need to be did not. anything. It just could have been a match. Like, because if she, say if she Storm, did, and, they, and the commentators could have even said, oh, Tony Storm wants to, you know, she hasn't wrestled in a while and she just wants to, she wants a match. She's going after yeah. an unranked opponent. Yeah. Boom. I, written. I, I still think they, yeah, they could have went about it just a whole different way. Or at least, at least if anything, had Red Velvet beat a top five contender. And then face Tony Storm well, for a what's contenders. What's weird is you have some. It could have been. I guess they didn't want to use someone like a Serena Deeb. So, you okay, know. I, that I understand, but still. Yeah. You don't call it an eliminator. You just don't. AEW International Champion Orange Cassidy is with Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero. They're chatting about their matches. They ask about Chuck Taylor, and Cassidy says they'll check on him eventually. I'm liking this dissension between Chuck Taylor and Orange Cassidy. Really, yeah, it's really subtle, but it's you see, you see, you feel something uh, going on here, and I think I don't know what it's going to have. It, it, it like Trent Beretta, I think I don't know if he's going to go solo or the best friends are just going to separate from them or something's something's happening. I think the best friends will separate. Yeah, and I don't mind that, and I think it will help. I think them going against Orange Cassidy may help elevate them. I hope so. All right. Yeah. Blackpool Combat Club, John Moxley, Brian Danielson, and Claudio Casanoli versus CMLLs, Hichisiero, Volador Jr., and Mascara Dorada. Okay, you are better at pronouncing the the, uh, the luchadores to me. The name of the submission uh, specialist. Hichisiero. Unfreaking believable. We didn't talk about his match against uh, Brian Danielson. From... Yeah, I became an immediate fan. Yep, you were texting me as it was happening, like just freaking out. <laughs> I was, I was blown away. I've never, I, and, and and they made it believable that he was outdoing Danielson. It was just beautifully done. This guy is amazing. Um, it, it like here's the thing. While they didn't introduce us thoroughly with a video package of what these guys are, this reminded me of like Ring of Honor when they brought in Dragon's Gate. And all these other guys, you didn't know who those guys was then, but I know them now, and I now I want to watch CM, well, uh, CMLL. You, yes, you're right. You can you you can put people over, but we're 
look, you and I are the type of fans who are going to look for We're hardcore. Yeah, exactly. But a regular person not going to give a crap. All right. I oh, like no, the fact definitely. that Danielson and Ichisiero started together mm-hmm. um, to kind of go back on touch on the match that they just had. And yeah. again, Ichisiero just making Danielson look like freaking, I don't know, Hulk Hogan with like two moves. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. Dorado comes in. Castanoli is in. They're chopping each other up. A lot of back and forth is going on. Um, you know who kind of felt like the odd man out in this match? Who was that? John Moxley. Who was trying his best to work with the uh, with the luchador uh, style. And the luchadors <laughs> were trying to do, like, when, when Moxley's around, like, that brawl style. But it just it kind of didn't gel, in my opinion. I mean, it was a fun match at best. But, yes, I see where the disconnect was going in. But, luckily, they were able to, you know, cover it up as best they could. Volador Jr. was separated on the BCC side. Casanoli with a swing on Volador Jr. After some more uh, BCC offense, Volador Jr. takes everyone down, gets the hot tag, the Mascara Dorada, clears house. BCC is now on the onside. Team CLL dive on everyone. Uh, Dorada lands a sunset flip on Casanoli for a two count. More back and forth happens. Um, all right, I love, I like this how everything happened here. Ichisiero dives onto Danielson. Castanoli mm-hmm. only punches Ichisiero. <laughs> Danielson stomps Ichisiero. Dorada takes on Danielson, but Moxley takes him out. Ichisiero comes back and takes out Moxley, but Castanoli only hits a huge lariat and a low blow for the win. Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved that. And again, we, I mean, they're they're not saying it, but I feel like this is developing into a faction war. Well, it is because Mystico. Star Jr. and some other guy couldn't ID confront the BCC. Um, the AEW locker room make the save. Yeah, and I'm like, when is Forbidden Door coming? June. Yeah, we're a long way from that. So where hey, is this going to lead to? I've been saying for a while that no one at this point with New Japan Pro New Wrestling's Japan. roster. Yeah. Is there any match that we really care about in for for Forbidden Door? Like, I can see them honestly doing a CMLL. Yeah. AEW, New Japan crossover, or yeah. bring in someone else. I don't know who. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And the Forbidden Door didn't necessarily just, you know, target it just for Japan either. So, I mean, like, this is this will be interesting. I'm looking forward to it, if if it's to happen. But I'm, look, exactly. I'm, I'm loving what I, I'm looking. I'm liking what's going on right now. Yep. The Undisputed Kingdom attack Chuck Taylor. The end. The end. That's it. <laughs> Whatever that's leading to. <laughs> Tony Khan, who should never be in front of a camera, says that <laughs> AEW is returning to Boston 13, and he says that it's going to be a very important night for AEW and all of wrestling because it is being dubbed a big business. Okay. I was trying to figure out what is the significance of why Boston is such a big deal here. Like, I, I followed wrestling for a long time, and I know the hot you know, the hot spots of wrestling. I never realized Boston was one of them. So I didn't know the significance of this. Do we have any significant connections? No, that's where to Sasha why? Banks is from. Okay. That's pretty much what it is. Okay. Um, I thought she was from the West coast for some reason, or is it just because that she's related to Snoop? She's related to Snoop. So you assume she's from the West. Yeah. That, uh, that's really kind of, you, yeah. you should take your, your assumptions and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Okay. But, um, yeah, and I, you know, I don't know why I didn't think Sasha because of the association with Boston. That's why, but I was like, this seems like Okada. 
some reason nah. you were like no this is this is uh this is uh, definitely sasha banks i'm like yeah that too but then somebody pointed it out be. online it could it, it could be an addition too you're right but i also didn't see the easter egg on the back of the, the graphic boss. that said boss Him with the yeah. O-B-O-S-S. i'm like oh can i ever be stupid and also <laughs> can I ever be any look, more if stupid you look for- at big in the big business it looks kind of looks like sasha's old like you're right. Fonts Again, me not being in WWE for a long time. That, that's I what it is. I, yeah. I'll, 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 I'm giving you the pass on this one, my friend. <laughs> Just like Johnny Dangerously. Once. Yeah, once. <laughs> so there you go. Wednesday, March 13th. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to this. this is Again, he, he did say this is 2024 is going to be huge. I'm getting excited to be to, uh, to enjoy AEW again. And I don't think I have been as much as I have been for a bit, but something's heating up and I'm feeling it. And I'm hoping that the momentum keeps going with this. Agreed. Chris Jericho versus Kanosuke Takeshita. This match. Is he okay? <laughs> Annie, are you okay? <laughs> right? Man, this, okay. So going like this episode of Dynamite just seemed sloppy overall. Sloppy, but in a good way, you know. I guess like just sloppy, <laughs> like a good old, like a good old uh, sloppy Joe, right? Like, when this was, match was over, I wanted the lights to go off. I wanted the spotlight to hit Jericho while he was on the ground. I wanted a bunch of people, just dancers, come up around him, like, "And are you okay?" And I wanted him to rise, <laughs> do a Michael Jackson, like, "And are you okay?" Like, I just wanted him to be okay after this match because yeah, he took some, to put him through it. <laughs> he took some hits to the head, that's for sure. And you know what I also before you continue go on with the um with the play by uh, play by play he needs I I I I am desperately wanting him to stop doing it lion salt I yeah, am so fr- I I feel like every week he's leading close to close to doing a Hayabusa. Yeah, honestly, honestly, it's scaring me. Yeah, um, Sammy Guevara's back. Hits Hobbs with a chair. Lands a cutter. Makes Hobbs run because you know Hobbs not like Hobbs outweighs him by like five hundred pounds. So I sure <laughs> one 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 face can scare Hobbs away. Um, I don't, but, you know, I I guess this is um, <laughs> AEW kind of plays off like an anime sometimes. It really does. <laughs> uh, Takeshi takes out Jericho. They trade tricks, kick it a dive. Jericho comes back for Alliance Hall. Takeshita blocks it. Uh, Jericho hits a code breaker, but they have some more back and forth. Takeshita hits an avalanche blue thunderbomb, which almost killed Jericho, FYI. Oh, his head bouncing, snapping off the, 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 the wooden canvas, mind you. <laughs> the ref takes a bump. Callus attacks Jericho with a screwdriver. Takeshita then locks in a Walls of Jericho and turns it into a Lion Tamer. Yes, they are different moves, boys and girls. Mm-hmm. They, they are, are. different they moves. They really are. If you, there is if such you, a difference. If you follow Jericho in WCW and someone says it's the same move. You're an idiot. <laughs> Thank you. Um, look, no, there's no other way to say it. You're an idiot. Because there's a difference between lifting your kneecaps and extending that into a 90-degree angle. Which is then also having your knee to the back for extra measure, as opposed to just having sit, laying laying your butt on your back and putting up. That's a there's yep. a difference, big difference. So Takesha hits in the walls of Jericho, turns into a lion tamer, and Chris Jericho taps out your winner, Kanosuke Takeshita. I got a question for you. 
Question for me. All right, shoot. For the last few weeks, we've been seeing submissions being uh, placed onto these uh, opponents. At one point, the ref does the three lift up, um, you know, to lift up the arm thing. Hook. Okay. And then we see other people. It's just the one. Moxley. It's just the it, one. It's MMA style. Yeah. Which yeah, do you I know, prefer? There needs to be consistency in that. Not just... Right. But which do you prefer? Me? The three. Really? In wrestling, I like the three. Okay. I mean, I, I I never had any beef with the three, but I don't mind it. I don't mind the realism of the deal too. Like in some cases, in some cases, I feel like it's referee's discretion to say like, okay, are you okay? I'm going to lift you up. You know, okay. But at, there's some point at time where you just have to see that that dude's out and you just need to stop. Because at times there are times where, where, MMA, we watch MMA and Aaron and, and, and Rare Naked Choke, and they do fight it off. They do try to fight it off. So I, I understand that if logic. If you're out, if you're out, you're, you know when a person's out. Yeah. Like I, if you can't, I, you know, I, if you can't remember, you can't remember where somebody said like the like in a, just a few minutes ago, seconds ago, like what is your name? You know, Peter. No, it's not. It's Chris. I'm out. We got stopped. <laughs> yep. You know what? I like your logic behind that. I really do. Mm-hmm. I like it. Referee's discretion should be it in the sense, like, we can't mold them both. It just has to make sense. Yep. All right. Let's move on to the main event because that first match took a, a quarter of the show. Tornado <laughs> tag match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Rookie Starks and Big Bill versus Sting and Darby Allen. Was there any doubt of the result? And need a person to predict the obvious. Right? At all. And not to say that that's a bad thing. Um, no. I thought Starks and Bill did a good job to protect. Sting and Allen. Yeah. Oh, they did great. I think Big Bill needs a medal for not killing Darby Allen when he was tossing him in the ring. I also give him credit for taking out that stupid Canadian destroyer, which he should not have taken. Again, anime. Yep. <laughs> yep. But let's yep. go find a play by play here. So Sting and Starks head to, into the crowd right away. Uh, Starks gets hit with a garbage can. Starks and Bill take on Allen. They're fighting towards a balcony. And Sting jumps off the balcony onto the champions. Safely. <laughs> Beautifully, yeah. mind you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, Sting's kids are in the crowd. <laughs> no, Sting's <laughs> clones. <laughs> what, what, this is some this is some like weird uh why, society stuff. Why does every kid lately of a wrestler looks exactly like the the per, the, the father? Pillman. Looks exactly like Brian Pillman. Lesnar's daughter. Crazy enough to say identical twins. Crazy. Um, and now we got Bowden's sons, who looks like two big versions of his former self. Yeah. <laughs> it is insane. Like you put face paint on them, it it's and bleach their hair, it's uncanny. <laughs> One of them can play Sting in a movie. Like and the other one in a, plays thing in a video game. Yeah. <laughs> Big Bill catches Darby Allen after going for a dive. He slams out him ringside. He continues to choke Allen harder and harder and harder. Bill just starts tossing Allen like he's the toy he doesn't want to play with. Kind of how Tony Khan acts with his wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> um, Allen with a dive onto Bill. Sting gets Starks in the Scorpion Deathlock. Allen crashes Bill through a table. Starks with a spear on a table. Um, but Sting hits, or sorry, Starks goes for a spear 
from the middle rope. Sting catches him, turns it into a scorpion death drop, and then gets the pin. And my friend, Sting, is now a champion in AEW. Him and Darby Allen are your new AEW World Tag Team Champions. The peasants rejoice. The kids are in the ring. Everyone is happy. But the Young Bucks attack Sting and Darby Allen with white bats. Allen gets hit <laughs> with the newly renamed Meltzer Driver. EVP Trigger. Beautiful. Love it. The champs bleed. The Bucks celebrate. And the show ends. Okay. My only negative to this, which is which is slightly minor, but I think it would have helped to the fact. Okay. Side note. I get what you're talking about with the uh, Canadian Destroyer, but I, that, 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 no, nobody that big should be taking a Canadian Destroyer from somebody that small. Mm-hmm. That's about one. That's a nitpick. I'll, I'll go for a nitpick at best. I will say, I feel like the Suns should have been a lot more excited about his win. Yeah. They were kind of like, yeah, dad. Woo. It, it was Tuesday. <laughs> you know, I mean, other than that, but they, I felt like they took the the bumps really well with the, with the bucks and all that stuff. So I felt that that made up that whole entire thing made up for, it. but otherwise loved everything. I loved the match. It was, it was exactly what it should have been. And it was great. Great. Cool visual is the bucks yeah. wearing all white and the blood stained. Love that. Like, love, that's going to be a cool visual that. for the, for the hype videos. Did you see the post interview with the bucks? No, I didn't. Go out of your way to see it. Right. It is awesome. Nice. <laughs> it is awesome because they like they they blame them for staining their clothes and being unprofessional about it. Did they find and, them? No, no, he didn't. But just the, the react. I love the Bucks as heels so much. Amazing. It is fantastic. <laughs> just, 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 just feed into the hate, right? Feed into the hate. Oh, they have, they're doing it tenfold. Good. Go go out of your way and watch that on uh on AEW. I would normally uh, play it, but I'm not on my regular computer today. So oh, that would have been awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's why I didn't play anything today like we usually do. And um, you don't want me to yeah. do it because the whole thing will explode. That was, <laughs> you're right. That was the show. That was the show. That was a show. Not a bad show. You know what? Not a bad show. Not filler. It moved not us. Filler. It moved us further to AEW Revolution. They're they're generating heat, and I'll need the heat to keep going and to blazing hot, to white hot, and hopefully this is the big. I'm hoping this is the beginning of more to, of what we loved about this company. I hope so. Here's hoping, Dax. Where can we find your non wrestling work? Ah, you can find all things anime, comics, movies, and games at talktimelive.com, where you can find my show, ACMG presents Talk Time Live. It is a show that caters to all things. All of your favorite fandoms that, as I just mentioned, um, also with weekly shows, uh, video except for this week because this is my wife's birthday, so there will be no show except for the video game show tomorrow. But um, on su- her birthday's on Super Bowl Sunday, mind you. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances? Um, but also, we have interviews from some of your favorites in your in all these industries of gaming. Of in, in fact. Um, I got a recent one with Tom uh, Hewlett, who is the director of the new Contra game coming out soon. And I got another guest coming as I enter the world of uh, a, a game company from Singapore with a very familiar indie game that a lot of people are going to uh, look forward to coming out this year. So stay tuned for that much, much more. But you can check all that out on TalkTimeLive.com and wherever podcasts are played. Excellent. And here on Sunday Night's Main Event, 
you know, you can be part of the family by joining the Patreon, patreon.com slash Radio. If this is a random episode that you're listening to, be sure to join our group. There's a many ways that you can do that. Get all of our podcasts. Go to your favorite podcast app. Search for Sunday night's main event. Chat wrestling each and every single day. There's always some interesting discussions happening. Good debates. Healthy debates, I like to add. Um, and the best way to do that is by going to the Facebook group, by going to Facebook and searching for SNME Radio. Chop Tees is where you can buy the SNME uh, merch. Go and get some merch. Help support the show. It goes to all of the hosts. Um, and yeah, so much this Sunday, my friend. We have an excellent show lined up. Looking forward Slam to it. wrestling and SNME. We're gonna there. There's gonna be some synergy between the two brands. Um, and uh, Greg Oliver, one of the owners of Slam Wrestling, sat down with Matt Riddle, and you're gonna be hearing that interview this week. And and I'm not gonna announce whom, but it's someone that I praise a lot. And we're gonna have that person on Sunday's show, hopefully. And this person is from AEW. ROH. Looking forward to it. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Dax, as always, it's been a pleasure. We'll get next week. We'll be back to a regular schedule time. Uh, this week, there was uh, construction and visits, and I don't even know what else schedules. But we got the <laughs> show happens. in, and it was a fun show to watch. So, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, so much on the network. Stay tuned for all of that. He's Dax. I'm Boris. Until next time, stay tranquilo.